Welcome back. Welcome back. You're listening to Everybody Has an Opinion. Man, today we got a crazy, crazy show lined up for you guys. So much to discuss, so much to talk about. But before I get into all that, I want to make sure I give a shout out to my brother, Brandon, and my boy, Jason. Shout out to you guys. Um, Listen, so before we get into all the topics real quick, though, I want to remind all of you guys to follow us on Instagram. Everybody has an opinion. I also want you guys to hit us up on Facebook. We got a nice little community. If you got some questions, we got memes. We're we're throwing out different topics every day. We're having a good time. We want you guys to get plugged in, but also do not forget to subscribe on Blog Talk Radio or on iTunes so you don't miss any of the upcoming shows or any of the upcoming podcasts. So, you know what? Let's not even waste any of your time. Let's jump right into the subject matter. Yeah, we got some stuff to talk about for real. So, um, something interesting happened this week. (laughs) To say the least. Yes, very interesting. (laughs) Something peculiar (laughs) happened this week. And um, it had to do with one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. Cam Newton posted a post on Instagram with a very curious caption. It happened to be the entire poem from Gloria Carter... On the four 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 album, if you know anything about that, um, you know it was a coming album. out party. Yeah, it was exactly <laughs> she. She came out. She was letting the people, letting the world know that she was lesbian. So Jay Z's mom was, is, is lesbian. And, That's and cool. I never right. knew that. It was it never mattered to me. It was never like now. you know it wasn't an issue for me. So it got us to ask a couple questions. And before we kind of go into explaining what the whole caption is, I'd much rather you just hear it from her in her own words. Living in the shadow, can you imagine what kind of life it is to live? In the shadows, people see you as happy and free because that's what you want them to see. Living two lives, happy but not free. You live in the shadows for fear of someone hurting your family or the person you love. The world is changing and they say it's time to be free, but you live with the fear of just being me. Living in the shadow feels like the safe place to be. No harm for them, no harm for me. But life is short and it's time to be free. Love who you love because life isn't guaranteed. Smile. Okay, so when when you hear something like that, what's the first thing that you're gonna think the person's trying to say when they write that entire caption? You know? Well... If I was to, you know, on his face, if I was to read that, I would think that the person was coming out to say that they've been living a double life and they just want to come clean and say, hey, look, world, this is who I am. Accept me for it. In terms of the topic of today, um, I've actually had my own actual experience in my own locker room when I was in high school and we had a gay teammate and it was never an issue. Yeah. You think society's ready for, you know, a gay superstar because Cam Newton's not just no regular guy. This guy is an MVP. This guy is, you know, one of the top NFL quarterbacks, period. You know, whether you're talking about mobile quarterback or passer rating, the guy's just, he's a legit, you know, player in the league. And most of the people that have come out, like Michael Sam and, you know, some of these other guys, you know, they haven't really left their mark on the NFL or, you know, football as a whole, or even, right. you know, professional sports like John Amici. You know, you know we're going to talk about that a little bit later, but you get what I'm saying. They Absolutely. haven't really left their mark. So This is a different This is a different breed. This yeah. is a different caliber. Uh, it's a lot of layers to this. There's, there's the all-American thought process that the quarterback is probably the most import, important person in American sports, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. So you have that. Then you have the fact that he's black. 
You mm-hmm. have that. Yeah. Um, and then you have the fact that when you look at him, to some people, you don't see it. Man, see, I, I mean, when I look at what he wears, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Let me not even let me not even say all that. So the real universal question is, you know, we got to talk about it, and we're going to talk about it right now on the podcast. But does it matter? Does it matter whether or not our professional athletes are homosexual or not? Does this something that we should care about? Is it something because obviously you know we have cared about it, but is society as a whole getting better? Are we starting to understand that that stuff really doesn't matter as long as we leave it on the field? I'd love to know what you think and what would be your answer to that question? To to answer the question, you know, flat out, should it matter to me? Does it matter to society as a whole? I mean, it's the same thing with the trans issue right now in terms of the military. At the end of the day, if you could do your job, do your job. Point blank, period. I understand that with the military, it's far more complicated in terms of, you know, you may have to be paying health care costs and and dealing with those things because I've heard some military veterans bring that to light. Mm -hmm. But if we're just talking about if we're in the heat of battle, it's crunch time. And think about football. It has a militaristic vibe to it. Yeah. Um, Can the job get done? point blank period and and if cam newton is gay or straight i think he still can be the mvp quarterback he was back in 2015 so it really doesn't make a difference to me yeah it doesn't it doesn't matter at all you know it's it's sad that society nowadays has to put that stigma on players that you know they don't want to be in the same locker room because they're gay things like that and no matter how great their talent is they always get the side eye kind of deal and and it's sad, you know, um, like you guys brought up, Michael Sam. I mean, he was a great player at Missouri. And just because he came out, he literally almost, well, went undrafted for the most part. Yeah, seventh round. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. He almost went undrafted. And, you know, he never really got that shot. And it's sad when you look at someone that had so much talent and but it do you went think to he waste. Did get the shot because he was gay. I think so. I think I think you know when you're in that locker room, for whatever reason, let's let's be real. The NFL is predominantly black. Correct. Mm-hmm. In the black community, the most we think about when we start talking about gay, we we start thinking the sexual actions okay. between right. two men, and that's not what it's all about. And I think that's the problem a lot of people have. So when it comes and relates to sports, you start thinking about, oh, well, this guy is gay. He's going to be looking at me when I'm trying to shower. I'm going to feel uncomfortable. And that's not even the case. He is out there doing his job just like you. You know, not every gay person is going to be attracted to you in that sense. Or it's not all about the sexual act. It's about connecting with someone. So regardless of who you can connect with, it should have no resignation of what you do on the field or on the court or whatever it is that you're doing. So in the world of sports, it shouldn't matter. But I think that's easier, easier to say it than to actually live it. When you're actually there dealing with it, 
I think it comes as a shock if it's a surprise. There's going to be certain people, if they came out, you'd be like, okay, thanks. I'm glad you finally told us. You know, right. <laughs> we were waiting for you to tell us. But there are also people like a Cam Newton. If I woke up and found out LeBron James was gay, I would I would be dismayed. It wouldn't it wouldn't <laughs> yeah. not, not not hear me out though. It wouldn't I wouldn't start thinking of him less as a player or right. any of those things. I would just feel some kind of I would feel betrayed to some some degree because that's not what you put out. That's not how you portrayed yourself. Okay. And then now I'm gonna ask myself, well, what exactly is portraying yourself as gay? We always think that gay is flamboyant. Gay is not always flamboyant. Right. There's some tough guys who could take any one of us in this room that are gay. <laughs> it is what it is. Absolutely. It has nothing to do with that. And so I think this is a good opportunity for us to kind of have that conversation because sometimes there's people right now who may want to play sports, who may want to, who, who are ta- talented, gifted, have the ability, but they're afraid to actually engage in those activities because of their sexual orientation or because of the ridicule they might face if anyone were to ever find out that they were gay. But you know what's interesting? If Cam Newton were to come out and say he was gay, mm-hmm. I think that would give a lot of people a bit more courage as well. Because you look at Cam Newton, I mean, he's one of the top quarterbacks in the league. Mm-hmm. He's always having a good time. He's always got a smile on his face. You know, he's not one to raise any type of controversy or anything of that nature. So I feel like, you know, someone of his caliber, of his stature, were to come out and say he was, I almost feel like that would encourage a lot of people, our younger generation of people, to, you know, come out and uh, feel that they can... uh, be their true self. Uh, two things. Two things. Two things. Um, first thing is, I'm gonna ask both of you. If he was to come out and say he was homosexual, would it surprise either of you? So, Chris, I'm gonna go to you first. Would that be surprising to you? It wouldn't surprise me, Jason. Um, yes and no. I mean, you know, one of the things is it's you don't see him really out in that limelight with women, like you see a lot of other athletes. And then you look at what he wears from time to time. Yep. But then that kind of goes back to the feminine thing that we talked about earlier, that just because you're feminine, it doesn't necessarily mean you're homosexual in terms of... With him, it's only the clothes because when he's right, on the but field, but, but yeah, when he's on the field, he's not feminine at all. Correct, correct. He's trucking people. You know, he's he's breaking every single tackle he can. He's doing all those moves. He's shaking people. He's you know he's doing his thing on the field. So I don't necessarily see him as like the the girly ver- the girly one in the situation right. or anything like. I don't see that. But with the clothing, I, I don't know. You know what it is. I don't even want to say it's the clothing because now I feel like I'm being disingenuous. The reality is is that I. I feel there's that vibe. I get the vibe from him. And I got the vibe long before, long before the, the, the I have always gotten that vibe. Right. From him. Just simply how he acts about certain things. When he came out on that interview and the way he was talking about how he doesn't see color and, the, and just the way he said it just sounded so <laughs> weak to me. I hated that. And that, but that was, that's a personal issue between me right, and, right. and how I felt about his stance on race in this country. But, you know, when I started to see more about him outside of his, his uh, NFL prowess, right. I started to think that, what's up with this guy? Okay. <laughs> you know? I guess my second thing, too, is like, you know, it's, it's always interesting to, me, interesting to me when we use the word coming out because nobody necessarily cares about anyone's sexuality only when it becomes somebody that's homosexual. Nobody comes out parading. And saying you I'm know, straight, you I'm know, straight, I love women, you know, I love yeah. women and stuff like that. So I, it's just interesting to me that we care 
like what these people are doing behind closed doors when the only thing that has our attention about them at that very moment yeah. is their athletic ability. It's weird. It's, it's, well, you know, no, I think that's why we're. I think no. that's what we're talking. It's very weird that we so, care. Let me. In, in my last point, I think we asked the question about it, it being in sports. I think it would be different, and I know this to be true, especially in in some parts of the black community. It would be different if Cam Newton was Colin Kaepernick, and the reason I say that, or if Cam Newton was trying to be someone like Huey P. Newton. Malcolm X, okay. Martin Luther King, a leader of men, a leader of men of, of outside of football. It would yeah. be different when we're talking about his sexuality at, at that point. But because he is at this point purely for our entertainment, I mean, he it does his matter. job. We watch football. It's fine. He goes home and does his business. That's one thing. But when you're out here advocating um, a, a certain lifestyle, you, you want to be communal. And when you talk about community, you talk about family. Um, I think it would be different at that point. So... Do you guys know that um, Rick Welts, the own, uh, president of Golden State Warriors, is is openly gay? No, I didn't know. So that. can you imagine the you know the best basketball team, arguably in history, you know the president of that team is openly. I mean the area be, that it being in the Bay Francisco. Area, you know, but you know still, <laughs> you know, I mean it is what it is. We actually have a caller on the line with us, um, Kenzie. Is that you? Yep. All right, man. You wanted to give your two cents. Feel free. You know the chime, everybody has opinion. Chime in, my Lay it in. Lay it out. What up, what up, man? I'm not feeling too well, but you know the hospital just gave me some good drugs, so I'll be able to talk. Good <laughs> <laughs> dope. Excuse me if I have no filters, but I agree with everybody. Everything everybody said. I, I only listened to about four minutes when I called in. I couldn't hear, but um, I agree with um, what you said earlier, Chris. Like if you come out. As being gay, I think it's more acceptable because nobody likes to be tricked. You know what I mean? Like, when you apply for a job or you go into the sports world, they ask all these questions. What's your marital status? Um, what's your race? So you know how to prepare yourself to interact with that person. So if you if you have somebody named Cindy and you think he's a girl and you look at his application as a dude, you know how to greet them differently. You know what I mean? So some people get offended by what they are, but then... If you sit in here hide the fact that you're gay, and you know, not to say that I was gonna cheer you on differently, but I feel like if if you out if if you're gay or if this is a transformation, you just found out you're gay. I feel like it should be clear, so people know how to respond to being around you. You know what I'm saying? There's certain things I'm gonna do with a straight guy. If I do it with a gay guy, I'm gonna feel comfortable. Not to, not to say that I'm afraid of gay people or nothing like that, but I just feel like. It's a little bit more comfortable if I know already. Okay. So so for you, it's more about, you know, being aware up front, so on and so forth. But see, my thing is, you know, our thing is, it seems like collectively we all said the same thing. We're trying to figure out where this comes into sports because let's say somebody is gay, but they're the best player on the team or they are gay. Which but they, Cam would be. Yeah, exactly. They, they, 100%. <laughs> So so why why would it matter? I mean, would you would you not pick the gay guy on your team if you found out he was gay? Exactly. So you know, no, so like, you're, if we talk about getting a job done, then we opening a whole new can of because, like, back to Colin Kaepernick, he gets a job done, but because he stands for something, he's not getting no job. So like, you know, if if that guy is being scrutinized for that, and a guy is coming out interacting with other men that don't know that. Like I don't want no dude looking at me, lusting at me. You know but I'm it's saying? not always like that. But it, that's I think that's the misconception that a lot of us have is that we think that when someone's gay, 
that, you know, they just can't help themselves when they're around other it's not it's really not like that at all. In fact, you know I it, mean it's all, it's all about physical attraction at the end of the day. Like a female is not gonna undress in front of you if she knows you like her or if she knows that you know what I'm saying? But she'll undress in front of a gay guy because she thinks he's gay, so she ain't worried about him looking true. at her any type of way. So it's the same thing that goes for me. That is true. That is room, true. Naked, no, that, no, listen, they, have you ever heard the stories? Listen, but, they'll but, take them on but, a girl's trip see, and everything. this is the thing, and I don't really want to get <laughs> too deep into it because I have several relationships with females that, that are very platonic, but at the same time, people would think they're more mm-hmm. because they trust me. So there, there are women right. now, and I don't want to, you know, again, put them out there to that degree that would get naked in front of me right now okay. and have boyfriends because they trust me. That's okay, and they, they know, and they the know that, that I'm I'm as right. hetero as they come. So we, we have to be careful when we talk. But see, it's the trust that they have in the gay guy because they know he's not attracted to them. Yes. and it's the same trust they have with me because they feel like we're friends. So, so you're, not, you're saying it's it, not because of the, the sexuality; uh, it's the okay. trust. Okay, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you trust what? Back to the point. You trust what? The fact that you told them that you're not looking at them like that. Right, right. You're we have that understanding. Like by your actions. But if Absolutely. I'm undercover, I, I don't, I don't, I don't have nothing against gay people, but don't be undercover. Who be who you are, so we could, you know, like some oh. people, like I'm, I, I, it's a double-edged sword because you don't want to put all your business out there, you know what I mean, and say like this is what I do on my personal time, but this is sensitive to, to everybody else's environment. So I feel like that should be put out there if that's where you're going, you know what I mean? Like, nah, you're right. You, you, you have you have a good point. So let me let me ask you this real quick. So if Cam were to come out and say he was gay and you're Greg Olson, do you now say you don't want to play with him because for the last however many years he never said anything to you? Do you now say, you know what, trade me or trade him or something like that? Like, how do you because, I mean, you're pretty much saying, like, if you don't know straight from the beginning, then you feel some type of way. But the problem is a lot of people don't feel comfortable Right. So, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna play with him, but I think I'm not gonna get fully undressed in front of that too. That's just me. Oh, and and I think that's perfectly fair. Yes, I think fair. that's perfectly fair. There was there's another situation that uh, with Kwame Harris used to play for the Raiders, and what's crazy is Kwame was Jamaican born as well. And so that has a so can element. you can you imagine the the type of pressure he was facing even from the family side for him not to come Black out but white. he actually came out and um you know that happened a few years ago as well back in like 03 you know around that time time frame and so uh but you know you have to be talking to like a a, a football junkie for them to even know who Kwame he's Harris not a is. superstar correct right right so he's a lineman yeah and this has a this this has no precedent uh, Cam Newton has no precedent. Um, if you think about any sport that any man has come out in, whether it be basketball with Jason Collins, whether it be John Amici, these are role players at best. Yes, and if yeah, I'm it's not it, been a superstar. Really. Right, right. And, and, and to be honest, we're talking about scrubs. I'm, I'm just yeah, you know, no, going to be clear. Two points a game type stuff. You, yeah, right. And yeah. so it, what makes it crazy about our society is that we have female superstars across the board Coming out. Um, I mean, and we're talking about superstar level talent. MVP of the league. Abby Wambach. Sue Bird was a MVP, former MVP, I think. Cheryl Swoops. Yeah. Michael Jordan of of WNBA WNBA. when it first came out. Amen. We got Martina uh, Navratilova. We got Billie Jean King. We're talking Mm -hmm. about legends in their own right. And so when we think about this, does that say more about society that that's so okay? Because a lot of times you got to think about it. Like even men don't think two girls kissing each other is, is homosexual. Because which is, we, which we, is we hypocritical. Enjoy it. Which is hypocritical. Right, right, right. Um, but it's not. 
it's not portrayed on TV. Like the guy Sam, what's this dude from the Rams? Oh, Michael Sam. No, Michael Sam got drafted first quarter. He's kissing another dude. That, I don't want my son to look at that. Just but do you want your sons to see two women? Huh? Do you want your sons to see two women kissing? They did make the Michael Sam thing a little bit of a spectacle, though. I agree. When was the last time you saw a girl? I say WNBA because that's where I see it at. But when's the last time you saw two girls on the court, off the court, kissing each other? WNBA? Definitely not. I'll wait. Yeah, definitely not. You, yeah, you can wait on that, but now with the, <laughs> we're, 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 we're talking about, okay, media, television, and things of that nature in, in real life. Like, I've right. actually never in my life seen two men kissing in front of me. Really? But I've seen thousands of times women kissing in front of me at parties, in situations that okay. I've been involved. So what I'm saying is it's, so, it's, it's almost commonplace. And we don't and we don't address it as such. If we're gonna if we're gonna be, you know, honest and fair, let's mm-hmm. let's let's call it down the middle. If we have a problem with homosexuality, let's have a problem with homosexuality. And if we don't, let's not have it at all. Like let's just say, hey, if that's what you're gonna do, if that's the lifestyle you choose to leave, we're gonna leave you alone. But don't now say it's a worse thing for men to be gay. And it's you know, hey, it's just two women now, over you there say, kissing. You're speaking life right now. You speaking life right. Now. <laughs> One thing that I'll say is is evident though, is that it's very clear that whether you are gay or straight, it has absolutely no bearing whatsoever on your athletic ability absolutely. and whether or not you can be successful in, in sports. So we do need to drop that to some degree, and we do need to find a way where if somebody is gay, they need to be comfortable to come out. They, they do, need to They be need to have a, a safe space, but then, you know, the thing that we're really not talking about and we really haven't got into is the fact that I think more of the problem isn't necessarily them being gay, which causes what I'm about to talk about. It's the morale of the men they're around or the women they're around, which causes the problem, which I, going back to what I was saying about the military, it's the morale of the men. It's the morale of the troops that says, well, in this company or this, whatever they call them, brigade or whatever, <laughs> we got a gay guy here. And so now right, the, mora- the morale now is like, uh, we're tense. We're like- already in a, you know what I'm saying, a stressful situation. Now we have, quote, unquote, and I wish you guys could see me. I'm putting air quotes up, uh, a situation where it's, it's more stressful. It's, it's, it's this thing where we don't know how this guy is going to respond because because he's gay, we might feel like he's weak, he's feminine, he might not be able to do these things. So I think it's a psychological situation now when we're talking about Something like the military, when we, let's let's just say football, for instance. You understand what I'm saying? Like it's it's a morale thing, I think. But why would it change anything? Because you, you think about this: that NFL player most likely played high school, obviously played college. Now they're in the pros. Why do you feel all of a sudden when or if they were to come out, that intensity? or whatnot, or how they play would change all of a sudden. Everybody else's perception, how they deal with certain things, just how Kenzie was saying in terms of him being uncomfortable. Like, it's not about the player himself. It's about the people around him and how they're going to be now. So when they're around him in high-pressure situations because he's gay, they may not perform because they're thinking about his sexuality and they're not thinking about their job. That sounds like a personal problem. It is. I'm not, I'm not saying it's right, wrong, or yeah. different. Go ahead, go ahead Kenzie, but, you got something? But I'm just addressing the fact that I think morale is a big thing. Like, I think that that's it's, what plays the biggest part in it. Right. So, and, and you know what? Give me a second before we go to Kenzie. Jimmy, do you have anything to say about this? Because you are a veteran and, and you do have, you know, so when I'm talking about this morale thing, is that real? Am I just talking out the side of my neck? Or? Oh, oh, it's very real. Like, 
you know. Back when I was in the military, um, you know, you had the don't ask, don't tell situation. So yeah, it was very like a lot of people in the closet back then. That was before we found out that people were in the closet. It was like, you know, that was just, okay, you knew gay people, but it was kind of far off type situation. Right. You didn't know that it was so in your face at that moment. But with the Cam Newton situation, I think like if somebody was to come out, you know, with me and they telling me that they're gay now, I think it's based on the relationship we had before he told me. If we're cool, and you know, cool. yeah, we and, and he treated me like good people, you came out, Okay, I think it's a, it just it's like a person that's not gay, but you don't know him. Mm-hmm. You you gonna look at him sideways too. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know this person. Mm-hmm. I ain't finna deal with him. Right. So you know, I think that's pretty much the case. So when he come out, everybody, all the fans gonna have a problem because they don't know him on a personal level. The people that's playing with him, I don't think they gonna have a problem. Okay, okay. So, but you do agree that in terms of me trying to make the parallel between, let's yes. just say the NFL and the military, yes. that even though it shouldn't be, yes. we're dealing with the psyche of other men that have to work with this individual, and that might affect team performance. Yes, is what I'm saying. Yes, and hopefully they're mature, like he said, to not enough to know that it's not about a sexual thing, and they're supposed to be doing a job. But we know everybody not on that level because. What, majority of some some of these cats coming into the NFL at twenty some years old? Twenty one, twenty two, yeah. They, and they, they never don't. and they from country areas, so they never experienced or yeah, been the around. Fast life, right? Yeah, yeah. So oh, cool, mm. cool. Uh so, go ahead. You wanna close out, Kenzie? Because we're we're about to wrap this up. Yeah, you got something you wanna that's say? That's my last comment on it. But I, I look at it just like Gloria Carter said. If you're gonna be something, don't live in the shadows because you're supposed to be proud of who you are. That's the problem I have. Like if you're gonna be something be proud of it, like, you know what I mean? Because then we'll accept you a lot easier. You know what I'm saying? We'll be able to, to not even, I don't want to say set limitation on what we can do together, but, but more know how to deal with who you are. Like, you know what I'm saying? I might say a gay joke to you, but it's a joke. But an actual gay person is going to look at it totally offensive. But if I knew he was gay, I wouldn't have never said that. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough, fair enough. Fair enough. Right. So we can right. go ahead so, and wrap that one yeah, up. Yeah, we can definitely wrap that up. I think we're going to jump into one of my favorite segments of this show, and that is Just In Case. I don't make it home tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Case. Here we go. Just In Case, you know. Uh, so over the weekend, had quite a few events going on. Uh, John Jones hey. wins UFC, <laughs> beats DC, you got knocked, uh, knocked him out, too, <laughs> with a nice swift kick to the head. Um, this was actually his first fight since 2015, when he was stripped of his title. Have you been seeing those memes, though? Yeah. They've been brutal. Yeah, they have. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know, D- DC is a, a much older guy, so, you know, that was probably going to be the last we'll see of him. I think he's going to call possibly. it. Well, I mean, he was talking before the fight that this will possibly be his last fight, win, lose, or draw. Um, John Jones actually now has the second longest win streak in um, UFC behind GSP. And GSP is coming back, from what I heard. Yeah, I think he, he's fighting in, I, I believe, UFC 217. So Mike, uh, Fighting uh, Michael, Michael uh, Bisbee. Michael Bisbee. Yeah, so, you know, we'll see that one. Uh, Steve Bartman, for those that might not know who he is, he actually <laughs> was um, the guy that uh, got banned, essentially, from the Chicago Cubs from Wrigley Field uh, back in 2003. <laughs> yeah, right. when he tried to... <laughs> catch that foul ball over uh, from, I think it was Moises Alou. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, that right there hurt them and 
they didn't make it to the uh, World Series, and the Marlins actually ended up winning that year. Uh, so the Cubs actually gave him a championship ring. They called it a redemption ring. So that, that was pretty nice, and they invited him to come back. Because, I mean, this man was getting death threats and everything. Oh, no, his life was ruined. Yeah, he was, he was like, living in the shadows. Um, UCF kicker Donald DeLaHaye. I don't know if you've been following his story. I think it's a cool story. Break that one down. Really. So pretty much this UFC or UCF kicker, I'm sorry, uh, he has a YouTube channel. And he's been getting a lot of traction from it. He's actually He actually makes money from it. But the NCAA doesn't feel that is right. They feel if he is a scholarship athlete or playing an NCAA sport, that he should not be allowed to make money off his YouTube channel. Uh, UCF actually did file a waiver and petition, and NCAA granted that under the condition that he will not accept any more money. And he said no because it's just like having a job. So he's been deemed ineligible to play this year. Um, Alan Iverson missing, huh? No, I said we can go on for days about that one. So just yeah, the NCAA. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that one. That's just a travesty in its own. It right? is. Yeah. Alan Iverson missing the big three game to gamble in a casino. Damn, damn, damn you know, damn, <clears throat> man. Man, the man isn't taking anything serious these days. But you know what? The big three league is actually they suspended him for a game. You know, I feel like that was the right move by by Cube. You feel if you want to make your league stand for something in a serious league, like you definitely have to put those kind of things in place. Absolutely. Uh, The last little thing I got for you, El Clasico was this weekend. It was on Saturday. For those of you that don't know, that was Barcelona versus Real Madrid down at Hard Rock Stadium. It was the first time these two teams have ever played in the United States and outside of Spain. Wow. Um, Barcelona won the game three to two. You know, all the stars came out to play. Uh, the only one that wasn't there was Cristiano Ronaldo. But, wow, the experience, amazing. Oh, you went, right? I went. I mean, it was just the atmosphere, everything. It was just insane. Um, great, great, great time. You know, anyone that was able to go out and watch that game, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The last little thing I got since we're on soccer, Neymar. I was about to say, you oh, have yeah, to I, I got to talk that. about Neymar. Man, Neymar, boy. only 25 years old. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to draw a little parallel for you guys in a let's, minute let's, here, let's too. But uh, Neymar, 25, he transferred to PSG on a world record amount, wow. 20, 222 million euros, which is equivalent to 267 million U.S. Think. That's his that's his that's his total salary. But but think about this. In the hundred and eighty six games he played with Barcelona, he had some involvement in a hundred and sixty four goals, whether it was an assist or he scored himself. Wow. So I mean that's a big piece they're losing. Right, right, right. Um but to break down his salary even more, he's actually gonna earn 45 million euros a year, which is 53 mil US, 865,000 euros a week, which is 782,000 pounds, which works out to be a little over 1.2 million dollars. That's a week. (laughs) Hey, so black, Hispanic, and white American parents. Uh huh. 
You better get better get start on, learning some soccer. Get on the ball. Man. <laughs> we talk about true capitalism there. So that wow. was, you know, just in case. But you know, let me let me draw a little quick parallel. Because you know, a lot of people talked about KD leaving, mm-hmm. talked about LeBron leaving. <laughs> and these players were in their prime. Now you have a player, 25, in his prime. Right. And he's left. I just gave you what he's done in 186 games with Barcelona. So can you be upset for him for taking that kind of money? I mean, No, you can't be upset. And so if you're going to draw the parallel, because I'm not a huge international soccer fan, I only really know like Man City, Manchester United, and you know Barcelona. I know some of these teams. So if he's going to PSG, which is a team in France, correct? It's a big team in France. Okay, so if we're not talking about La Liga in terms of that league itself, he's going to a different league, correct? Correct. Okay, so what I'm saying is I don't know the rivalries. I don't know. You know, there's dynamics in the things that Braun did, uh, KD did. You know, everybody was on KD because of – of the fact that he lost to a team that just beat him. So is that a similar situation or scenario? Well, <clears throat> to be quite honest, though, I guess I can see your point because yeah. each league, the style of play is completely different. La Liga, you have a lot more, I could say technical. They want to be a little bit more right, that's how Spain flashy and fancy. Their, their national team plays. Like right. That. Um, and then you have um, EPL, which is in English Premier League, and they're a little bit more physical. Defensive. Right. So you don't really have the flashiness. And in my opinion, I feel like that's why Ronaldo left Man U to go to Real Madrid. I feel like he was too soft, in my opinion, for the EPL. Gotcha. And he needed to go somewhere. Um, so, yes, I mean, the style of play is going to be different. But where my next parallel is going to come from this a lot of people say um, Neymar wanted to leave to get out of the shadow of Messi Whoa, because so everybody, right? Because mm. everybody knows Messi. I mean, everyone knows Neymar. We're not going to say Neymar's just you know anybody. a nobody. Right. You know, he is definitely a famous exactly. Right. So pretty much, he mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. Kyrie to mm-hmm. LeBron. So it was just Neymar to Messi because everybody talks about Messi. Right. Everybody talks about LeBron. So. Can you fault Kyrie for wanting to go as well as Neymar wanting to leave? I mean, they both want to step out that shadow and kind of do their own thing. thing. Right, 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 right. But did Neymar have success earlier on in his career? Because did he start with Barcelona? No. I mean, so so that would be a question too, because with Kyrie, he started with Cleveland when LeBron left. And so obviously they became the worst team in the league because LeBron had such a big impact. Yes, I had to plug that. And so (laughs) um, when that happened, Kyrie didn't have success on his own. He got the success when LeBron came back. And so what I'm saying is if Neymar didn't have early success in his career, maybe they should be slightly more grateful in terms of a team sport. But if they feel as alpha dogs that, you know, I don't need to be in nobody's shadow, I'm an alpha dog myself, so I understand. <laughs> well, you got to all right, you gotta think, with, with Neymar, he played on the Brazilian national team, or he plays. So, right. I mean, he had success with them. Right. And he's only 25. So you have to remember he's, when he was young, yeah. when he was coming up, he played in a lot of the leagues over there in Brazil, which are good. But a lot of times they're they won't be heavily publicized or what yeah, not broadcasted, broadcasted and things like that. So, yeah, he had success there. But obviously, when he went to Barcelona, he's on a much bigger stage. Correct. And he had success with Barcelona as well. So now he is taking his talents. Partially because of Messi, though. 
Well, I mean, again, that's yeah, so, I, so then, it, so it I goes back. See, I don't think it's, I see the parallel, but I don't see it. I don't think it's the same. Really? Because I don't think there's animosity. I don't think there's any, you know, there's no reports of Messi going to. Oh, well, no. Nah, I mean, there's. You know, there's, there's Stephen, A, Stephen A isn't coming out with false reports about, you know, <laughs> you know, statements that they're hearing and stuff like that. Do you see how bad this man is trying to get some shine? And I don't care if he comes from me on my podcast. Listen, <laughs> that man is losing it right now, man. You just got to lay off that. One minute you love the guy, the next minute you you hate. You see how quick that changes when you need some ratings. When you need some ratings, you gotta do what you gotta do. Sometimes when when, when undisputed starts taking over and people rather listen to Shannon Sharp than you're behind. I understand. You know what? I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could go that far because Shannon Sharp. But anywho, before we before I digress, (laughs) uh, that was what I had for just in case. Right there, for real. That's what that's what that's what I had for just in case. So, you know, I just wanted to share that with you guys. All right. So. We got another topic <laughs> that we feel like is going to get a little testy. Hopefully, we can get some uh, some good insight here. <sighs> so, the story goes, well, you know what? I'm surprised you didn't put in your just-in-case. Do you want to give the story? Since you, you followed it, you gave it so well when we were talking about it. How did, how did the nah statement come out? All right. So, for <clears throat> people that don't know about the nah statement, nah. KD <laughs> rarely interacts, interacts with you know, fans or anyone like that on social media. So, well, well, late, to, lately, well, he's been in savage the, on Twitter. Well, in the past, <laughs> he's been he's been real quiet. Moderate. You know, when it comes to that, in the comments people say and make or whatnot. But um, recently, I think it was last it was last week, right? I believe it yeah, was, it was like, last yeah, week. It was, it was, it was and um, it was this week. Yeah, it happened this week. Oh, okay. And you know, someone. Fan went out there and and pretty much put, and I believe it was on his YouTube channel, mm-hmm. on his YouTube page, and was like, um, "LeBron is better than you." Was that the exact? Or do you think you're better than LeBron now? Yeah, or, he said what? that. Um, he said that. Yeah, LeBron's better than you, anyways. Like in regards, just basically, right? Just LeBron's pretty much better. saying LeBron was better, and and Katie just simply put, nah. "Nah, nah." So you know, that's I think probably the first time we've heard KD kind of take himself and, and make himself a little bit higher on the pole. Yeah. So, you know, what do you guys think? How do you, how do you feel? Do you feel KD is let's say I don't want to say I don't want to use the word better because I know you guys are going to come hit me with the well He's got three rings. Look, he put up a triple double in the finals. No, he did no, all this and the other. Already, because I already know how you guys. Are, I know how you guys think. <laughs> I mean, it's all so, here. <laughs> you know, so so you know. My thing is, do you feel Katie's point is valid? Okay, so let me let me jump on because I think if we're gonna rate the the fandom of LeBron James in the room, I'm not really sure where JB is on this, but I know that Chris is at a ten, and I'm about, and I'm about at an eight. So let me go first. Feel free. So when... Oh, for the record, I'm at a two. Okay, no problem. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Wait, so, wait, 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 wait. At a two? In, whoa, whoa, see, let's, whoa. Let, let, let me whoa. get out what I'm about to say before <laughs> you guys have this open exchange. So I'll let the 10 and 2 go at it. Let go, me just say what go, I'm about to ahead. say. So I think that if I'm assembling a team, right, and it has nobody on it, I'm putting LeBron James on that team before I put Kevin Durant. And that's not – It's not. I'm not going to think twice. I'm not going to hesitate because the only thing that Kevin Durant can do better and still does better at any point in his career is score the basketball. 
basketball is more than just putting the ball in the hoop. You have don't tell that to Golden State. Well, you, you have rebounding, you have defense, you have intelligence, which which makes those things easier if you understand the game a lot better. And LeBron trumps um, KD in every one of those categories. Now, if I do already have an, a team assembled that already has a playmaker, and all I need is a scorer. I'm going to put KD on my team. That is the only circumstance in which KD is a better fit. But if you're asking me if KD is a better basketball player, the answer is and will always be absolutely, positively, unequivocally no. Beautifully said. <laughs> All right. Well, then you gonna you gonna chime in or <laughs> if you want to jump first, that's fine. I'm gonna come because I mean because you gonna you already with the because you already on his side. So you know what? On, let me it's not let even me on his side, man. I, I'm gonna come with the facts, man. <laughs> let me let me go. Let me ask yeah, this then. Okay. Let me let me let me ask this question then. Can it be that KD was talking about he's better than LeBron this year? Because right now, LeBron does not have the championship trophy. Yes, he is a three-time champion, so definitely won't take anything away from what he has and what he did in the finals, averaging a triple-double. But as of right now, Kevin Durant is the finals MVP. Kevin Durant is the reigning NBA champion. So in its totality, mm -hmm. this year he was better than him from that standpoint. Now, from an overall standpoint, from the time they've both been in the league together, Obviously, LeBron has a lot more accolades. and Let's not even talk about accolades because you said you want to dismiss that argument. So let's make your argument strong. Right. Let's dismiss that so, so my, my player to player. So, so my, my, player. my argument would be, as of right now, I feel Kevin Durant's a better player. Okay. And your Hands reason down. is I just what feel he did because, last year. Because of what he did last year, exactly. You know, I mean, if we're, not, if we're not going to years past and we're not talking about accolades and everything like that, I'm just going to look at it from who did what and who came out on top. And I feel Kevin Durant did everything he was supposed to do and some, and his team came out on top. Now, you could say LeBron averaged a triple-double. He did everything he could have done as well. But you got to remember, LeBron handpicks his team as well. So if he wanted to do better, he should have got better. Okay. So let me, before Chris comes in, and I know this is going to be like a, a lethal – uh, <laughs> because you have now entered into his space, <laughs> into his wheelhouse. We start talking Look, and about I'm even, I'm even say, you but, know, but let me let me just say this, Jay, and I let you go, and and I, I promise I'm gonna shut up. So, I think that even though we're not talking about um, years past, because we said we're gonna discount that, I think people conveniently forget when the tables were not necessarily turned, but when it was an equal playing field. Who won that finals? When there were three superstars on both teams, what happened then? The same thing, a gentleman sweep, a 5-1 situation, and at that point in time, a 4-1 situation, a five-game uh, series, and people were saying at that point in time that KD had a problem dealing with LeBron. Now, it wasn't until KD had somebody to run with to bring him some confidence to get him to play the way that he needed to play for them to win but when he was the lead dog and he was supposed to be the man he 
wilted beneath the pressure and, and had the same result that LeBron had. But so think, but we, let's not conveniently forget about OKC Miami. Let's we're not, not but then you have to remember how young that OKC team was as well compared to the Heat team they lost to. You got to think. I mean, they were a young team. They were. And that experience wasn't there because you had someone like Wade who had already won a championship. Right. You had someone like LeBron who had already been to a finals, even though he didn't win. And then you still had an all-star in Chris Bosh. So, I mean, you had, you had veterans that have been somewhere. That OKC team, OKC team mm-hmm. hadn't been anywhere. And I think for them, if they would have kept that team together – might be a different story, but they only had one run at it together, and they were really young. Okay, fair enough. Because now we're talking about the two people that were in the MVP voting this year, with Russell Westbrook and James Harden. And so, let me just ask a hypothetical question before I, I allow Chris to to drop this bomb. Yeah, because he's, he's he's like fumes, like as, he's as, just as waiting, say, chomping at the bit. Um, do you think that OKC team? 26, 27 years old with Kevin Durant, with Russell Westbrook playing the way he played, James Harden playing the way he's playing, would they have beaten this Cleveland team? Hmm. You know, that's a tough one because it's only one ball on the court. And if you're looking at how they play now, I don't think there's enough ball. Ten assists plus from Westbrook and Harden now. Right. But think about how much the two of them control the ball. So... Is there going to be enough distribution? Is there going to be enough sharing? Because even if you look at how Durant plays, he plays isolation too as well. So now you're going to have three people on the court that can handle the ball and that like to have that one-on-one situation at times. I think that that dynamic, they would have to figure something out. And there's no telling if they were to stay together they would be playing the way they're playing right now because Westbrook had to pretty much take that team and put them on his back. So he had to play like that. Right. You know, James Harden, you know, that, that Houston team was pretty good, but he had to do a lot of those things still. Right. So, you know, you look at Kevin Durant didn't have to do as much because of who he was playing with this year. Right. So I feel like if they all stayed together, they would, have, they would have found a way to mesh their personalities and their playing style. I don't feel like they would be so much isolation basketball. I think they're that four, to me, personally, is a better four than the four that's constructed. What four? Steph, Clay, oh, Draymond. Okay. And if you put a young Ibaka still blocking shots like crazy, um, he becomes their Draymond Green. He's not the emotional leader. He's not the glue. He's not the passer on offense, but he's just as good as a, of a defensive player, and he's taller. Um, and I think that Russell Westbrook is the comparable to uh, Steph Curry, and I think James Harden is a better basketball player than Klay Thompson. So I think that team, if they were still constructed that way, would surge was a better quote unquote big four than the one constructed. But as you said, it's a different style. But let's 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 hand this over to our. To our other co-hosts and, and him, <laughs> no. First know. and foremost, you know, I'm, I'm just listening. I'm taking it all in. Let me just start with my hot take. My, 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 my first premier hot take is that there's absolutely nothing transformative about Kevin Durant. 
Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant will get you buckets. Kevin Durant will get you some blocks. He is tall. Hold on. I think this is the first time we might disagree on a basketball. No, don't hear me out. Wait, wait, let, let, let's, let, nah, he's not. He's not. Let's, let's hear him let, out real quick. Let me tell you why. As much as I want to give it to him, right? So you mean is he more transformative than AD? He's more transformed than Anthony Davis. He's more transformative than Demarcus Cousins. Tall players who can handle the ball and shoot. But they can't. But neither one. They of can't them. do it like him. Okay, he's smooth because he weighs 150 Man, pounds. Man, they cannot no, shoot no, no, the listen, ball like him. Listen, okay. They can't get to the listen, hole like him. And Dirk, and Dirk couldn't shoot the ball like him. You're gonna and Dirk, your Dirk can shoot, but Dirk, Dirk's not gonna sit there and take you off the dribble like Dirk, Kevin Dirk Durant. Won a, Dirk won a championship without getting on a super team. Okay. Let's, not, let's talk about that. So, so is wait, Durant even better than Dirk? Wait, is Durant even better man, than Dirk? I hope, I hope, is Durant I hope, even better wait, than Dirk? I hope you are kidding right now. I, I hope you are kidding right now. You getting hype on you getting hype on Dirk right now? Listen. Hey, don't oh, I got boy. more respect Chris, for Dirk. I got more respect Chris, for Dirk. Don't diminish your argument. <laughs> yeah, because minimizing Kevin Durant's transformative. Oh, Time out. How do you, wow. But how do you consider him to be transformative? He's a tall guy who can shoot. He is the He's the he's a great he's number two. He's the most dynamic seven foot player or six eleven guy that has ever played in NF, uh, the NBA. Okay. So we have to. So when you okay, say that's transformative, not, that's not transformative though. So what is? Because that's got. Listen, that's not. Tra- when has that ever been done? Is it Dirk didn't do it? We brought when, we brought up about, equivalents, about, but they're not equivalent. Seven footer who 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 can ball? No really? no 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 no. A what seven, about Bird? What about Larry? A seven footer that plays like Kevin Durant. The closest thing you have to it is George Gervin. I'm serious. Okay. But when you talk okay. about. Larry Bird, slow. Didn't play in transition. When you talk about Dirk, better passer, slow. Better passer. But, of course. I'm not d- debating that. But what I'm saying, he's not transformative. You've never in your life seen anything like Kevin Durant. So when you, when you use that to make your argument about got, LeBron I got, better, I had to step I got, in and, listen, and, and, I got and defend it. I, I got to some listen, degree. I got to stick to it. Okay, and go let ahead. Let me tell you go why ahead, I got to stick to it. I'm going to let you finish, though. Because right now, right now we're doing comparisons, right? All right, go ahead. And we're talking about a player like LeBron James and a player like Kevin Durant, both players that would generally guard each other. Obviously, Kevin's got some size on him, whatever. When I see a Kevin Durant and I see his game on the court and I see how sometimes Kevin Durant would disappear or I'd see sometimes how Kevin Durant would, would defer you know, back when he was in the OKC days or so on and so forth. And then I'm looking at a LeBron James who would be, uh, I guess, a catalyst for a good, I don't know, 80% of the offense for his team at any given point, no matter but what But he would team. defer too, though. Oh, exactly. But he would probably be passing the ball. He'd be the one to set it up. Okay. He, he, he usually does not disappear. If he disappears and plays small, we can say, what, you're going to say against the zone when they played against Dallas <laughs> one year out of his 14 years in the league? So if you – listen, I'm already – I'm, 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 I'm here for you. I'm here for you, man. I'm, I'm already – I'm ready for what you got coming. All I'm going to say is that there's no way I'm going to sit here and talk about how transformative LeBron James was in every aspect from passing, from out, off the court, from I just everything about him. the most emotional him. we've ever been. Yeah, no, no, but seriously. <laughs> so it's good. For for me to for me to compare that to Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant is dope. Kevin Durant is a baller. He can score. He's nice. He's tall. He's fast. He's all of those things. Shout out to KD. He's smooth. He's killing people at the Rucker. He's playing on summer leagues, messing people up. It's fun to watch. He's shaking people. I love it. He can shoot from half court. I love it. I love it. Guess what? There's other <laughs> players that do that type of stuff. T-Mac was kind of that player, too. Smooth, silky, sick with it. Okay. You know, he had his vibe. You know, he, he was. if T-Mac didn't get hurt, who knows? He might not. We're not even talking about KD right now. I wouldn't say we But I, I'm just saying, we, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, Chris I'm just saying. feelings right I'm now. I'm just saying. So when we sit here and we try, and he goes and he says, nah, in my mind, I'm like, so you joined a 73 win team. <laughs> That beats you. If somebody gets on there, you, you you scored. You did score 35 in the finals. Shout out to you. 
You did. Right, you, right, right, single right. coverage, of course. Nobody was guarding you except for one person <laughs> at one given time. But, you know, I digress. <laughs> Meanwhile, the other guy, the <laughs> other guy had a triple-double. And a, lost. Hey, you're right. And lost. Let, let's, let's remember that he <laughs> lost. Somebody, did he lose it or did the Cavs lose? Hey, well, you, you're talking about how Kevin – we're talking Kevin Durant, LeBron. So, LeBron yeah. lost. Okay, that's fine. Fair enough. I mean, if we just getting down to nitty gritty, I mean, we got we got the one ring versus the three rings. Oh boy! Forget the rings though. This I, I gotta say that so that we can I can set it up for what you're gonna say after. I understand. But then you know, but then when you look at it in other ways, you don't want to know the real biggest difference. Why this is something that is almost insulting, and I and, I, and I'm gonna go that far and just be like it's it's insulting. Has Kevin Durant ever made an all defensive team? Ever? No, I don't not think one so. Can, 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 you can at least get second team, right? You the you the best player in the league, right? You the best, right? It just blows my mind. Like, bro, you can't join Golden State, play with all those guys, and then have the nerve to say that. You need to just be like, hey, I'm a champion, though. Say some stuff like that. You so know, wait, so then why did why did LeBron come to Miami then? Miami was not a championship team before he got there. Though. What you mean they already had a championship in 2006? The, it doesn't matter. He came. Oh, he, so wait, wait, wait. He came. He came. Hold on. But he came to join someone that had a ring already. That already tasted success. Do you think he came to join because he had a ring already, or because he was already tight with him, and they played together in the Olympics, and they got to know each other, and they got to see each other's game? You think hey. that's all? Because he could have played with Kobe. Kobe got a lot of rings, don't he? Come on, man. Let's not do this. He could have played with other champions. He had already played with there Shaq other before. Champions. He didn't want no parts there of that. There were already champions <laughs> that were out there that besides Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade was not the only champion that he could have teamed up with and won a ring. He did that because of friendship. See, that's the beauty about that. So, we- wait, wait. The one thing, I'm glad you just said friendship because yeah, the but- one thing that Kevin Durant did say was about the friendship that they did form on the U.S. Olympic team. So it's the same way. It's the oh, same it's thing. So, so he wanted thing, to play right? with his friends. You're right. That's so what this he, league. That's he should have told. He should have told no. his team that. He should have told his team that when they when they was the up. Wait, hold on. You lost that. Your, your boy LeBron didn't tell his team that. He went on ESPN was, and sat there and wrote a letter team? talking Wait. about I'm taking my talents to South Beach. He what? didn't tell his what team. He, he didn't. What <laughs> you mean? What? So Zildrunas El Gas. He should have told Mo Williams. What do you mean he bring Big Z over anyways? But LeBron's was 35.3 back in 09 though. On a, on a team with, as you it said, don't matter. wait, hold on, it but you just, you just sat here and talked about Glauskis and, and Mo Williams. Hey, hey, so obviously hey, he had to do the scoring. Doing thirty five a game in oh, the postseason. Come on, hey, it's the good team. I, I, know, I know both of y'all parents. I've met them personally. One's my aunt. The other's a very sweet lady. So I know we're gonna have some, you know, some hospitality. Mm-hmm. So let I call and jump you, in and say what he needs to say. Go ahead, bro. I got these stats for you, bro. Mm-hmm. First off, if you look at OKC. Okay, Arguably, best years was like 07, 08, 06. Like, they were starting to get to that championship caliber. They averaged 20 assists per game. You know what I mean? Which is fairly good. The, av- the league averaged about that much. But Golden State last year averaged almost 30. That's, that's 20 points. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's why KD is more in a better situation where he's at. But because he put himself in that situation, he, he flourished. LeBron tried to flip-flop around to find out what's his formula to win a championship. He went to Miami, got himself a shoot, a, a scoring guard, and a, and a presence down low, and he figured that's his formula. But now you got a, a bunch of goons, willing passers. Listen, I'm not here to trash. I'm not here to trash Golden State in terms of what Golden State is doing. Remember, we spoke about it in terms of how they their ego management. They deserve. They deserve. Right, they deserve if we if if 
if we're going to give him credit for anything, we've got to give him credit for that. A lot of those guys right. can go somewhere else and dominate. Instead, they're sticking right, together man. to win championships. But forget that for a second. That ain't got nothing to do with KD. KD, <laughs> KD out here talking like he's better than LeBron, and I just feel like he's just he's he's drinking too much of his own Kool-Aid. And I feel like, you know, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. It tastes I don't, good when you walk into a three. You I get know what it. I'm saying? I in, get in it. the finals, bro. So, so let me say this. With that being said, like, Allen Iverson, you know, he was arguably the best pound-for-pound player in his era. Okay. But because he wasn't in the right situation, or he wasn't in a situation he couldn't beat the Lakers, that's why they're not talking about is he better than Kobe or whatever. You know what I mean? So, okay, I, I, I applaud KD, dog. Oh man, that's this generation. You the young boy. You the young boy on the call. That's why you applaud him. Listen, listen. I hear you. I hear you. But you know, the same way with Neymar. So you telling me right now? You telling me right now? It would have been all good if LeBron had joined the Celtics and they just dominated the East for five years, six years. You would have been. You would have been fine with that. Let's let's talk about. Okay, I'm gonna agree with it. Yes, I I wouldn't have a problem if they paying them top dollar. That team is like the arguably the best team. They're paying you top dollar, and you're going to a, a shooting team, and you consider yourself a shooter. Anyways, you know I mean? that's fine. But now you ain't here. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. And I don't want to be that savage. But I don't want to be that savage. But I don't see how any of this is making him better than LeBron. I'm still not seeing how any of this makes him better than LeBron. I think when he said nah, he knew what he was doing. He wanted that the conversation to be set, even though it was something as small as nah, he's not better than me. But to me, I just feel like he's silly if you think he's not better than him. Just because you got a good squad or whatever it may be, buddy. I hear oh he I, I put a 35 on him, buddy. Put up a triple double on you. And lost. But hold on, but hold on, Ben Kenzie. Let me just say this. Like, what do you expect the man to say, though, Chris? Like, right. you're the, nothing. You're the second best. To, hold on. I you're the second best nothing. player in the world. You're the second best player in the world, arguably, um, in terms of everybody else's opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm not sitting here yeah. saying that KD's better. Go ahead. Go ahead, Kenzie. I'm sorry. Walk up to LeBron and splash a, cl- a clutch three. In his face. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so he's better. He must be better. He must be better, guys. He must be better because he made, no, 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 he made no. a three-point shot. No, time out. Kenzie, when Andre Godal got it, was he better than LeBron James? I want to ask you since no. this guy over here can't answer that question. He wasn't, right? So I don't know why these arguments These arguments are so, amazing. So me. let me just say this. I'm just simply asking, as men, all four of us in this room right now, you know that you are – Getting into your prime, you just done something you've never done. You're getting the accolades. You won your championship. If somebody asks you, do you think you're better than arguably the best player in the world right now, and you're arguably and widely considered the second best player in the world, what do you expect him to say? Look, I don't care. I don't you care. What I like, get what you're saying because yeah, look, like, look, well, as as a, as a as man a, as in any athlete. sport, as a man athlete in any sport or anything Not, in life, I would saying. always feel that I'm better. I'm going to always feel that I'm the best. So if he were to come out and say that, no, nah, I agree. Like, that shows weakness. And like, you just no, said dude, that like, you didn't like the weakness that he displayed. He didn't have to say anything to which that. Which means, thing. why not, though? He didn't have to say anything to that. <laughs> all, but all he said was, nah. He should, he should, like, but he should stop lying to his fans. <laughs> he's not think, lying to his fans. So you want him You want him to go out there and say, yeah, you know what? I am second best to LeBron. I gotta wait till no, LeBron retires. No, he doesn't have to say it in a soft way. He could be like, "Listen, but somebody, listen, somebody." Listen. No, he could say, he said could say, it. He, he could responded. Say, he could say, "We'll prove it on the court," or "We'll prove it on the court." Wait, who just won? Wait, who just won? He didn't win that though. Listen, y'all really, 
if y'all really gonna really get this man like like his his championships gonna go down in the Hall of Fame of like great championships, then y'all flaw for that. We're not he saying that though. No, no we know. know what he said that. You're the one that said that. Nobody said that at all, Chris. All I'm saying is right now, currently, uh-huh. the Golden State Warriors are the champions. Yes. Kevin Durant is the Finals MVP Correct. and a champion. Yes. LeBron lost. Yes. So we are talking about right now. Okay. So LeBron took an L. He did. He's, he's, he's taking plenty. One. He has. You're right. And he's going to keep taking them because guess what? He's going to keep going to the finals and either winning or losing. But at least he's shooting his shot. And he's keeping everyone else from shooting their shot. See, he, see, Kevin Durant has never shown that kind of dominance. He had to go join a dominant team for him to even smell Whoa. that. No, he hasn't. He's only gone one other time. You understand? He doesn't get to go all the time. So he doesn't wait, have it in him. He doesn't have it in him to go hold all on. the time. So now, wait, 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 like wait, 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 wait. No, hold on. Hold on. You can't. Now you can't say that. Can Kevin Durant go? To any team and take them to the finals. Look at wait, wait, no. Look at look. Wait, time out, time out. Look at the people LeBron have played with the last eight years. Wait, no, no, no. He went with scrubs. He went with scrubs. He went with scrubs. Are you out your mind? So wait, so he went with scrubs. He went with scrubs. We are talking the last eight years. He did it already. He did it already. Listen, he's already done it. He's shown that he can go with scrubs. He went one year with scrubs. One. Let me just say this. Let me just say this. Kevin Durant got one championship. So he can't be Kevin only been there one other time. Exactly. And how many years, my friend? It doesn't matter. How many years, my friend? He's one and one. Has he, he gone in the right now? Time? He's batting fifty. Did the guy who he was, did the guy he played with? Did he not just win MVP this year? The guy he was playing with before did he not win MVP? He this did. Year? He's the best player in the entire NBA, right? <laughs> did stuff that never happened before ever. Okay, right? and he couldn't get there more than one time. What he do you couldn't mean? get back there with him more than one time. So who? So who how on many? That level, wait, wait, who on. on that level has LeBron ever played with another MVP ever? Has LeBron ever played with another NBA? Hold on, let me just say two things. First of all, wait, wait, wait. No, no, hold on, Brent. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, first of all, first of all, Westbrook only got that because he was playing pretty much by himself. No, wait, wait, hold on. Wait, no, no. Wait, 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 hold on. Because you can't even say that because last season, not this season that just passed, Westbrook wasn't putting up those kind of stats. No, but I'm saying. So wait, wait, no, no, no. But you can't say that. You can't now go backtrack because if they were still playing together, I guarantee you Westbrook would have been a Finals MVP. MVP. Listen, Chris Watch, Chris Bosh is never winning an MVP. Dwayne Wade is is past his time for him to win an MVP. But let me say. So this, we're talking but, about now. But when Dwayne Kyrie's Wade, not hold, on, one hold on, let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say two things. First. So of wait, all, hold on. No, no, no. Because now if Kyrie goes to another team, say he goes to the Knicks, wait, and he draw and he does exactly what Westbrook did. He can't do what Westbrook what? does. What? He don't he play get, defense. He don't play defense. He don't get the rebound. He, he, he don't get that many assists. But hold on. Let me just make this point. Let me just make this point really quick. Just just to kind of balance this argument. Oh, you forgot that he didn't play with no MVP. Hold, hold on. Huh? First, first and foremost, <laughs> Dwayne Wade is better than Russell Westbrook. Let's start there. Let's, let's just start there. Secondly, I'm going to give credit back to you. Don't um, give him nothing. Chris, to say that <laughs> one of the greatest accomplishments in NBA history was what LeBron did with that 07 Cavaliers team by taking them to the finals. And winning 63 games or 63 Right, games? and the same thing for Allen Iverson, which Kenzie mentioned earlier. Those, without having championships, if those people just had that on their resume, to take those mobs or those squads to the finals should be commended because nobody has taken such trash to the promised land in the history. So of the then, year. what does that say about the rest of the league? Then, or the rest of the teams that, that, that were that, in the Eastern Conference? That, that says year? that Detroit was there, and Detroit had just beat the Lakers. Yeah. So, and and Detroit and, had and the Celtics had, were emerging. Yeah. So we, we we can't just sit there and say that the, the teams in the East at that point in time the teams in the East wasn't weak like that. 
Dwayne Wade was still in the East at that time, and Shaq just left, so it wasn't as bad until like two seasons later. So what I'm saying is we got to calm down in terms of who these people play with. They play differently, so they need different things. Okay. Kevin Durant needs a playmaker. Okay. LeBron James needs a scorer. Oh, you're right. So, you're right. so what I'm saying is this. At the end of the day, when we, when we bring up Westbrook and say, well, he never played with an MVP, well, you got to think about what Dwayne Wade did in like 2000, and don't quote me, let's just say between 2007 and 2009. Dwayne Wade put up 30 points, like seven assists and like seven rebounds. He's playing so, out of control. So he, he had Westbrook-like stats, and he plays more defense than Westbrook. So I don't, I don't want to get that misconstrued to say that KD – um, had Westbrook as if LeBron didn't have No, Wade. but what I'm trying to say is, though, that he never played with MVP, though. Someone who won an MVP. Won an MVP, but... but he but, just no, won no, the no, MVP. You're not listening to me. He, he hasn't played with somebody who won an MVP. And then you're talking... But it's but, Dwayne but, Wade not MVP this, caliber, though. No, let's just, this, let's this. In his prime. I'm going to kill this, Because Because Dwayne Wade had one of the best finals. That's cute. That's, that's cute. not cute we at all. Talking we, about they were talking Jordan-esque. You're right. You're right. He had a great... Dallas. That was Jordan-esque. He had a great postseason. Okay. Phenomenal postseason, great year. But you're missing my point. See, because you're looking at one thing. No, I said you're only looking play. at LeBron. I said, no, I said, I'm only looking at LeBron. I'm giving you facts. Don't get mad at me now. I'm not. I'm not. Hey, okay. Did he play with one or not? He hasn't, right? Yeah. He and he's played with two. Because Steph Curry won two two MVPs. So it's like it's not even just that he hasn't he had one before. He left one to go play with another, man. It's not like he's But play. you keep so saying you keep saying, saying right he now. left one. When he left, Westbrook was not an MVP. LeBron just got an MVP this year. Derrick Rose. That's the first time in his life he's had a, a former MVP player on his team. Y'all love to talk this craziness. Like, like Kevin Durant ha hasn't been blessed with a squad. And then not only that, not only that, we acting like we acting like James Harden couldn't have, couldn't have just almost got one just now. But again, he didn't play with these players when they were even in talks of MVP like that. You, you're you're going in and saying, oh Westbrook, he never he played with a, a MVP. No, Westbrook just won the MVP. You're right. Westbrook didn't play like this last season. And Dwayne so, Wade was hurt when they played uh, against the, the the Mavericks and when they played against the um, uh, OKC. And your point, he had back problems. He had situations with his knee. First of all, if you want right if you now. want to bring up the Mavericks, we're not going to talk about how your boyfriend or your boy, sorry, <laughs> LeBron. We disappeared. <laughs> how he how he just disappeared in that finals when you guys want to talk about right. when you want to talk about how, how great well, I mean, he is. Yeah, I mean, but he has Wade was the team. man. So so wait, hold on. Why did they, why did they still Wade win? was the man in why that series. Still win. They had a super team, right? If he see, you notice how it is with LeBron. If LeBron goes down, it's it. It's over. It doesn't matter who's on his team. It doesn't matter how many great players are there. If LeBron doesn't show up, it's a wrap. Meanwhile, with Kevin Durant, if he don't show up, that's still the seventy three win team. So please stop it. Can we just give the man the props? LeBron is better than KD. KD can say what he wants to say, feel how he want to feel. He need to motivate himself. And okay, that's good so, for him. So let me just say this. I, I'm, so I'm going to give your point some credence by saying that when, when Michael Jordan, we haven't brought him up, and we're going to have that debate someday, not today. When he <laughs> left the Chicago Bulls, the Chicago Bulls went seven games, I think, in the semifinals. So the true. impact of him leaving was not as great as the impact of LeBron leaving Cleveland, which made them a lottery team. And when LeBron left Miami, which made them a lottery team. When Kevin Durant left OKC, they were not a lottery team. Or were they? They, they, um, they still went to the playoffs. Remember, he's only been gone one year. They yeah, just they, lost. They, they just went to they, the playoffs. They lost to Houston. Okay, so they were in the playoffs. So, so I guess to Chris's point, if we're talking impact, when these players leave, the void, the vacuum that's created, 
when LeBron leaves, it's a lot, the hole is a lot bigger. So I just brought up Jordan. They went to the, they actually end up losing to the team that went to the finals, which was the Knicks. And I just brought up uh, KD when he left OKC and they were fighting with what the third seed team and, and they did not so bad. And you know, I think they, won, and they won one, I think. One game? I think they only won one. Okay. Okay. But yeah, I mean, it was competitive though. Yeah, because it was a lot, but, but it was it only was, competitive. It was, it was only competitive because Russell Westbrook scored like fifty points exactly. a game and stuff like that. Right, right. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so that goes to show that I guess he either had the help or Kevin Durant wasn't as big of an impact. Either, either or. But I mean, I will. The only debate I'll have in regards to that is that even though they did get to the playoffs, they weren't a lottery team. The vacuum may not have been as big. Um, they were one game away from the NBA Finals with Kevin Durant. And for them to lose in, you know, five to one, it's it's still pretty bad. And I think it could be indicative four to one. Of, yeah, four yeah. to one. It could be indicative of the, you know, the seed the other seeds too. Because I mean, what if they played you know, I mean it's just you know, he, he he had a monster season, he he had some heroics. So a lot of those games were buzzer beater games that they won, right. so they could have ended up not being in the playoffs too. You know, so does that make Russell Westbrook, I guess, better than Scottie Pippen or better than Dwayne? You know, Wade? I think if there was ever somebody to pull a Kyrie Irving, it should have been Scottie Pippen years ago, because Scottie Pippen gets no credit. Scottie Pippen gets no love. Yeah, he's in the Hall of Fame. Don't get it wrong, like to, to basketball peers. But when you talk to people, they talk about Scottie Pippen like he's chopped liver, like it was all Jordan, all Jordan. If it wasn't for Scottie Pippen, Jordan have no rings, zero. Preach. So uh, I don't know. I don't even know if I want. I don't even if I. Ha- I don't know if I have it in me to go into the what Jordan said about this man because I, I I took offense to what he said. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that another time. <laughs> um, but uh, that that was that was fairly interesting. I think the first time in um, Eho history. Um, Eho. <laughs> <laughs> we actually got some raw emotion. You know, we've been real cool, calm, collected, calculated. I see sweat. Yeah. I see veins. Yeah. I see things that happen. I didn't know you hated LeBron like that, bro. I didn't, I didn't like him when he was in Miami. And I'm a diehard Heat fan. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's very interesting. So, um, uh, are we good now? Uh, oh, we're always we're good. good. We're yeah. always no, good. 10 and always 2, are we good? That's what we're I might call you. I like a clock. Good. You know, on the, on, the, on, the, on the wheel, you know, you, you know, like, to, y'all both to my... <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> they had 10 and 2 for me, uh, Jimmy. <laughs> so, um... Uh, are we gonna go ahead and wrap that up? We are gonna put a bow on that one. Yeah, yeah we put a bow on that one. But you gotta hit him with signed, sealed, delivered. Yeah, yeah, we good. But, but LeBron's better than KD though. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Just want to make sure that that I want to make sure that that was that, adjourned. That, that was basically <laughs> um, solidified. So let's kind of wrap this up because I don't want to keep these guys too long. I know you don't want to keep these guys too long either. There is a fact of the day. Absolutely, Wait, and it is. Hold on though. Can oh, I interject? Oh, Just news. before you breaking get into your fact That was big news. Drop um, If anybody follows Twitter, anything like that, you would see that uh, Adam Schefter just tweeted that the Dolphins fear Ryan Tannehill will need season-ending knee surgery, but no decision has been made. And I'm a diehard Dolphin fan, so every year I'm one of those fans that we're going to the Super Bowl. So now you know what. That's why he thinks KD's better. Uh, well, K- KD, KD, is, KD is better, Mr. <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles fan. Carson Wentz. Go somewhere. But leave it at that. You know, Be who knows? This may. This, this may open the door for Cap. But, you know, we'll Might see. Might make me a Dolphin fan again. The only other time I was was Listen, when my cousin man, was employed there. So. If, they don't, if they don't take Cap over this whole, um, what is it, 
the Fidel Castro shirt thing, I just I would lose all respect for <laughs> I would lose all respect for my, Matt Moore's like, a baller. How many I mean is this Matt Moore's a baller. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh moving along <laughs> before we get into <laughs> that. Yes. So as we always say, everybody's entitled to their own set of opinions, but not their own set of facts. So fact of the day August 3rd, 2017, I hate to say it with much trepidation, with much uh, sadness, with, uh, you hear it in my voice? The, uh, yeah. All right. The, yeah. It's about to, it's about to uh, get deep or something on us? I Sounds mean, it's, like not, it. it's not about to get deep, but I just have to give respect where well, respect is due, so I don't get as emotional as 10 and 2 does. You know, I kind of try to keep mm. a level head. Hey, so I have to give credit <laughs> and respect to the GOAT. It is his birthday today. Let's give a shout out to... Uh, Thomas Brady is, you know, uh, he turned 40 today. And so, man. so the talk is, is he going to fall off a cliff, stay at, you know, MVP level? You know, some people say he played 12 games last year. That's why he was able to keep it going. This year he'd have to play 16. How long would this keep going? But you know the funny thing about today? When I figured out it was Tom Brady's birthday, and I don't want to get into conspiracy or coincidence, but don't we think it's quite interesting, going back to the parallel I kept bringing up today, is when September 11th rolled around, the namesake of his team became America's team to some degree, and now they've won five Super Bowls since September 11th. That's interesting. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Booing to the Patriots. Really? I'm right there with you. <laughs> that is just right so there that's, with that's you. Brutal, Dude, but you don't you should have played that. I never, I never knew. <laughs> that's so brutal, but. Have, 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 has anybody ever taken that into consideration? Never. That, nah. the, the Patriots became. Patriotic to some degree, and football is America's sport, and we do use the flag as our way to say support the troops. And I think it was almost this thing that further ingrained and embedded in our spirit to be patriotic when, when you bring the sport of football together with the flag. Because remember, if 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 you guys um, have followed football for a while, the national anthem wasn't the spectacle it is today. So before the knee. Uh, it wasn't even broadcasted. I don't even think the players were on the field. So, you know, September 11th happened. The country needed a, uh, an upliftment to some degree. And I think they found a team and some all-American guy, clean cut in terms of off the field and on the field, a psycho. That's, that's how they kind of like their white boys, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and now the history of it is, that, like I said, with much trepidation because I'm really a, a Peyton Manning fan. I, I have to give it, and, and, a, and a diehard, that's the reason why I like the Green Bay Packers, Brett Favre fan, I have to give him his props. So salute to uh, Tom Brady. You know, you know what was interesting, though? Yeah. You know, one of, the, one of the things that make him so great is was Peyton Manning. They say that the greatest – athletes they run faster when there's something to chase and right. you know here's Peyton Manning number one pick you know the guy who's gonna be the guy for the next 15 years right. you know he got and then here, here's Tom Brady like almost five yeah. two eight yeah like like I know? could run that right now in <laughs> jog really yeah, yeah. and so so when <laughs> you not go there yeah okay. when you see it when you see how he's been able to you know just play at such a high level while trying to compete with this guy named Peyton Manning, you know, the coming from a f- all American football family, right, you know, man. everything about him, the, everything about <laughs> him was Mannings. just like they had picked him to be the golden boy. And mind you, and, and to much of his respect, he still is a very, you know, he's up there. It's just right. 
It's just Brady got the jewelry. Brady got the heroics. Brady got Brady the stats got now, the, too. Brady got the Brady stats Brady definitely now. has the stats. You know, they said Brady, Brady, if you add up all of his reception yards, um, is longer than... Passing yards? No, yeah, passing yards. Like, all of the... Sorry, passing yards. You know what I meant. My bad. I'm just uh-huh. saying, Mr. LeBron lover. It's all good. Do what you got to do, man. Hey, come at me in any way. Come at me, bro. <laughs> so, no, um, if you add them all up, it's actually longer than a marathon. I think it's about thirty-five miles. Oh wow! That, do you know how many? Do you know how many? Do you know how many? Like I guess shovel passes to West Walker you gotta get, or right, James passes to Edelman you gotta get for you to have Kevin that. Kevin Falk and yeah, Troy have Brown. Those kinds of numbers, like my goodness, and it's just absurd. Do you know what else too? They say that um, this is gonna make you sick. Um, they say if you were to look at. Uh, Russell Westbrook's shooting percentage versus the um, percentage that uh, of how many times Tom Brady would be going to the Super Bowl or his career during his career, his his Super Bowl appearances is a higher percentage than Russell Westbrook. So you have a better chance of seeing Tom Brady in the Super Bowl than Russell Westbrook making a shot. Wow. I have to do those. Wow. Things. Go ahead. Go wow. ahead. That one that's, blew that's, me away. Uh, I was like, no. That's like, interesting. But he has been in the Super Bowl Okay, so, a lot. so what is it? Seven or eight times has he been? He's been at least, well, he lost two. So he, I think he's it's been, seven. He's only lost to the Giants. So he's yeah. been in the league, what, 16 years, 17 years? Yeah. So seven times two is 14, which would make it 50% at 14. So it might not be too far off to say that. So it's 40-something percent. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, like, that, that wow. He, yeah, that's, that's we great. sleep on him. Like, you know, and listen, if you're not a Tom Brady Look, fan. I'm still going to sleep gonna, on him. No, listen, listen. You need to but wake you, up. But you got to respect him. No, definitely definitely, I'm not going to take away anything from what he's done. Just I could care less about the Patriots and Tom Brady. Let's go Dolphins. I thought it was the end of him. I thought it was the end of him. I think he had oh. two more good years. So let's let's just end on that note. Let's go around the table. JB, you chime in. How many good years does Tom Brady have at an all-star or Pro Bowl, rather, MVP-like status? You asking me as a fan or? Yeah, man, why don't you I'm, I'm be asking, real? I'm asking you as a, a football fan and somebody that watches football, and if you remove your Dolph fandom mm-hmm. from the equation, just being real about the situation, from what you saw last year and what you think about how he's coming back and the weapons he has now, what, mm-hmm. how many years does he good? How many good years does he have left? Good years. It's a lot of good defensive players coming out. So, I don't know. He might not make it back next year. Dang. So, All right, so, so one, one year, one year. Um, <laughs> one year. you know what? I'll probably actually give him two. I'll say he's gonna have at least two because I mean, if they could keep the weapons they have around him, and he could stay injury free. Now okay, that that's, that's that's gonna be the key. If he okay. gets out of this season healthy, no problems, he'll have one more good year in him, and then I feel the decline be it. begins. Yeah. The well, I feel I feel he might hang it up. Okay. If the blo- if the balls are blown up property, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Give a take. Give a take. <laughs> or if they're not he, spying he does, on people. He does right? have his controversies. He so, Chris, how, con- how many good years Three. you got left? Three good years? Three. He's 43 years old. is still throwing that pigskin. No problem. But then after that, I think it's going to start to decline. I don't know if he'll be out the league by then, but I just know he will definitely won't be what he used to be. So then, so then do they finally give Garoppolo a chance? Is he going to stay? I don't know. I don't don't see why they would want to get rid of him at this juncture. I mean, he is 
Supposedly the heir like, apparent. Would that be six and years? And he did show him? up. He did show up. I mean, think, how think, many Aaron. Steve, how, how, how many years did Aaron Rodgers sit behind Brett Favre? Four. So you know, Look, you never the body, know. The body heals differently at forty. That's true. That's why I said if he could stay injury free, if he could come out this season injury free, avocado ice cream and he's very like (laughs) eats a lot of vegetables. You know that's what they say. You know, so I I might be more of a Tom Brady fan now that I'm thinking about it. Go Tom! I think you got three years in you, my brother. There we go. Tom, I think you got three years. It is what it is. So as we say, everybody has an opinion, and we just want to know what's yours. Good night. Good night, guys. Oh, last thing, though. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and everybody has an opinion. Look us up on Facebook. We want you to be a part of the community. We want to know what you have to say because, like my man Brandon said, everybody has an opinion. I'm supposed to be a franchise player, and we ain't here talking about